Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome back to your favourite self-help manifestation, Law of Attraction podcast with your hosts, Amy. And Jess. We have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> we realise we've had a two-week break. Um, so It feels like longer, though, doesn't it? It kind it of do- feels like longer, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, so rude of us. Um, please don't think... We haven't been thinking about you or thinking about the podcast. We absolutely have. Mm -hmm. But we've had some things go on that we will probably talk to you about today. Yeah. Bit of a life update. We thought we'd just have a chat, if that's okay. Um, And we appreciate so many of you reaching out to us and, like, asking about us. And, you know, we've had some amazing feedback. I know we say this all the time, but we really, really love that you love this too because that's the whole point of it but when me and I sat down to figure out what we wanted to do with the collective and how we wanted this to be we knew that we needed this and wanted this to be as authentic as possible and that meant that we both have to be in the right mindset this has to work for us and our lives and we I know we've said before me and I this isn't our only this isn't our only business or stream of income we have our own businesses we both have families and we've got babies and dogs and weddings and all of this sort of stuff and sometimes if it doesn't feel right stop doing it we, we, I know we said in one of our last podcasts if it's stressing you out stop doing it <laughs> so we yeah. took our own advice we had a bit of a break to catch up on some wild things mm-hmm. and some fun things one of which being Vinny's first birthday yeah my son's first birthday, which was wild, so we'll talk to you about that. Um, I, I feel like our theme of the week, me and I have seen each other quite a few times over the last few days, and um, we've said wild so many times. I know, yeah. <laughs> because things are wild at the moment, <laughs> but I think that's going to be a theme of the pod, <laughs> the pod. Okay, we'll just call it a wild week. A wild week, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's I feel a wild like week. Wild world, Maxi Priest. Um, okay, should we get into it? Yeah, let's cool. go. We are. We have changed the location up a little bit today. Usually, we do it in my from my dining room, which is. I mean, I know I'm a little bit biased, but I feel like it's the most creative space oh my God, yeah. ever. It's, it's just so light and airy, and this beautiful table. And I mean, I could like gush about it forever because it's my favourite room anywhere in the world. But today, in order to come and speak to you we're actually in my studio we've yep. just done Ames nails and yep. had a, had an hour frame we were like right this feels right we're gonna do it now but seeing as one of our last um episodes was talking about manifestation i thought it'd be really nice to talk about me manifesting this because this was a huge huge manifestation and keeping with the theme the story was wild <laughs> of how we got here so yeah so I know, so I used to work at a salon in a different area um, and knew it was time to move, move. You just you just know, don't you? And there's that age-old thing of the universe saying, making you feel so uncomfortable that you physically have to move when you're sort of dragging your feet a little bit. And mm-hmm. that is definitely what was happening. And I spent some time and I wrote a list of all of the things that I wanted within a new studio. I, want, I wrote down so specifically things like I want it to be within walking distance from my house I want my clients to have parking I want it to be between this much and this much money a month 
I even put that I wanted it to have bright and airy windows so that I could look outside and have all this natural light because I'm a plant person and I want all my plants here. Um, and I wrote it all down and was like, oh, I just trust the universe here. Like, I'm going to let it go, but I also need to put action into it. So did some action, went and actually spoke to two different salons over, this was over the course of sort of like two months because I was very, very picky, as you can imagine. It had to fit within my list and it had to be this and it had to be that. And I met two people, I met two salons, which were beautiful, both amazing women, but just knew something wasn't right and there was one specific place where on paper actually it did have everything I thought it was gonna have apart from it wasn't quite in my budget but everything else it it ticked the list but I just had this feeling I just knew something wasn't right um which I'm really actually glad about now because as a side note two weeks ago that place shut down I haven't (gasps) told you this no yeah, the one on the corner, it's, it's oh completely God. gone. So, I mean, thank you, universe, for giving yeah. me that feeling and yeah. for me for trusting my instinct. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I know. Can we just... And the first place is shut down. So both of those places now, the one on the high street and the one on the corner, are both oh closed. God. Which is crazy. Maybe I'm cursed. <laughs> Guess what? Wild. Yeah, wild. <laughs> um, and then I was looking at my list and was looking at my list and I realised that... I was trying to have a bit too much control of the situation and I wasn't letting the universe co-create with me and I wasn't Mm. sort of allowing. I was like, this is my list. I'm sticking to it. I'm only going to consider this and I'm only going to consider that. And then after the the second place I went to view, I was fuming because I really thought that that second place that's just just closed down was supposed to be the right place for me. Like I said, it had everything on paper, but it just wasn't the feeling. (laughs) And I went home and I sent Aim a voice note. You were raging. I was fuming. I was like, <laughs> I am sick of this. I have been doing this now for six months trying to find a space. And I'm I'm reading the books. I'm doing what I should be doing. I'm meditating. I'm trying to let it go. Obviously, I wasn't letting it go. Um, <laughs> and I am so sick of it. And the universe better fucking show me something tomorrow to show me that I'm going in the right direction or I'm or I'm going to give up. That was my words, yeah. I think, to the exact... Oh, we'll have to dig yeah. out that voice, voice note. I wonder if I can put I'm it in I'm literally just thinking that. <laughs> you should probably put it in oh, there. Yeah. But I was fuming and I gave the universe an ultimatum and I was clear and I said, this was, a, this was a Sunday, and I said, it needs to show me something by tomorrow or I give up. And then I forgot about it. I, mean, I got on the next day, I got over myself, I had a busy day, I moved on with my day and lo and behold, 6pm that night, one of my lovely clients messaged me um, the advert for the salon I'm currently sitting in, spoiler alert, um, and said, isn't this around the corner from your house? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, it is. Um, sent the lady a message. And to be honest, I was I was over the, at this point. I was still a bit fuming. I was a bit like, whatever. I didn't put too much effort into it. Sent um, Helen, the owner, a message and just said, hi, is this still available? It was probably quite blunt. And she messaged back and said, yep, are you free to come and see it tomorrow? And I was like, yes, I am, but... Um, I said, yes, I am. What time works good for you? But when I checked my diary, I was only free at 12 o'clock for an hour. She messaged me back straight away saying, oh, I'm only free at 12 for half an hour. Does that work for you? And I was like, yep, okay. Still didn't even Google Maps where it was at this point. Came to five minutes before I was about to leave. Google Maps didn't realise it was a six minute walk from my house. So it was check. Walked in, sat down with Helen and just had that feeling straight away came through to the room showed me the studio with these two big beautiful windows that were covered by blinds at first as soon as she opened the blinds the window I got really emotional you and cried this, didn't you I cried oh. and this woman was looking at me like <laughs> <laughs> who is this person here yeah. 
And we naturally, there were naturally things, and I'd forgotten about my list at this point. So the the, the gap between sort of the, the me writing the list and letting it go was was actually a couple of weeks. And the list came up on my phone as I was about to come into the salon, which was what I thought was wild. So mm. I'd read all again, wild. I read all these things, and um, it, it, like it, it came up and it was sort of reminding me about it. And every natural point of the conversation that I didn't steer that Helen steered were. Or like literally a checkpoint in even in order things like if you want a dog you can bring your dog in um if you have a baby like I'll, I'll, I'll do you less rent the budget was the perfect budget it was literally sat bang in the middle of the two costs that I'd had and I like I took it on the spot there and then I was like yeah this is right yeah and it's now what six seven months later and I'm in my studio in my big pink armchair looking yeah. at my plants yeah just done I've had a morning of doing nails yeah but let's reflect because go back to like i don't know 12 months ago or even 18 months ago when you were in the previous salon Mm. i do remember look i remember having a conversation i think we were sat on my sofa Mm. and we were having a conversation at home and i remember was i pregnant was i not pregnant i can't remember i don't know but um i remember you having a bit of a bad day or you'd had a bad week or something Mm. and you were sort of like offloading to me which was fine obviously but then I remember you saying a few of these things about the old salon and you and I said to you okay well I haven't heard you say anything positive about that place for the last Mm. six months yeah and can I be honest with you as your best friend I'm not trying to put any pressure on you but I also don't get a great feeling about that place either when I'm there and you're doing my nails I feel Mm. xyz and that's nothing against that place by the way no, yeah it, absolutely you know it, it was did a, it was perfect for what i needed yeah. at that season of my life but i was just moving into a yeah. new season and that was the stuck feeling yeah. but then that was your answer to me at the time wasn't yeah. it you hadn't figured that out yet and you were very much like no i i can't talk about it right now i don't want that's not what yeah. i want right now yeah. you know i can't think about it i've got other things that i need to do i think maybe you were like in the midst of the renovation yeah, and, so. and the, the house renovation and whatever or buying the house maybe so i totally understand that like your, your bandwidth was just you were just very thinly spread at that yeah. time weren't you so that makes a lot of sense which to be honest is probably another theme of this podcast yeah. episode um yeah. talking about things that are future problems you can probably just put a pin in yeah <laughs> but listen we're going to get into this quite deep mm. this week, but if you do need to put a pin in something and it goes, you know, into the future, however far that is, and you basically, human nature depicts that you're going to forget about it, mm-hmm. that's absolutely fine. But you best believe the universe is going to bring it right back to you yeah. when you need it, which is absolutely yeah. fine. You don't need to be frightened of that. But what a comforting feeling, though, to know that, like, and, and sometimes in sort of forgetting about it, you release the resistance to it. So it yeah. actually the actually problem resolves a lot quicker yeah. than yeah. It, the thinking about it and the harping on about yeah. it, like in our, our previous episode yeah. of Stop Talking About It. Like yeah. sometimes just thinking, do you know what? I can't deal with that right now. Yeah. Like you've still sent that rocket up to the universe. The universe still knows what you want and is still working things out behind the scenes. Sometimes you don't have to be a control freak about it. You yeah. can let the universe like, deliver it to you. Yeah. Like, that is okay. And yeah. it worked. Yeah, We've talked it about works. delegation before, haven't we? Yeah. And this is exactly a good example of that. Yeah. But like I remember at the time you being very resistant to it to the point where I thought, okay, no, it's not the time. <laughs> yeah. Let's put a pin in that. I'm not going to talk about that again because you were obviously having a bad time. And to be honest, I probably should have read the room a little bit better. No, but, yeah. you know, it happened how it happened. And now yeah. here we are in your salon. And, and 
I remember like when you were taking this place on, you were very much like, it's because this is a really big room, isn't mm. it? And you were very much like, you know, maybe half of it could be our recording studio yeah. or maybe we could work together in the future. We've talked about like um, doing collaborations between our two beauty businesses, haven't we? And mm. maybe that could be something that happens in the future. We just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. And mm. I find myself in your neck of the woods quite a lot yeah. now, Yeah, you know, f- because of this room, really. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, not just because of this room. I mean, you also live there, so yeah. that's where I go. But, <laughs> uh, <of> me. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's it's... It's lovely. Like I'm literally looking around. There's, there's positive aff- affirmations everywhere. There's crystals, water, and crystals, <laughs> and plants, and greenery, and it's light and it's bright, and you, it feels private. You know, there's a salon around the corner. Well, we're in the salon, but the, mm. literally around the corner from Jessie's front door to her room. There's a busy day, yeah, of of hairdressing going yeah. on. Oh, we wouldn't know that, no, here, would we? It's so peaceful. It's so it's it's everything that I knew I needed and everything that I didn't know I needed because the universe does know what is best for you and it is always working for you. And that's so comforting with what is going on in our life right now. It is. To know that, to be able to relinquish the pressure and just to be able to have... Like, we are so lucky. Like, if you are here listening to this, you have the same faith as, as us. And how comforting is that just to know that it's not all coming from you. Like, it's okay. Like, you can just be. yeah. It's always going to work out, even if it doesn't feel like yeah. it right now. Yeah. And, like, having these times and having the moments of reflection is really, really powerful. And we just don't do it enough, do we? Like, yeah. that's that's life. Like, you sort of, you get what you want or you, you achieve a goal and you mm. want to the next thing. Or there's then this this has got to do. And there's always life getting in the way and work mm. getting in the way and events and this and that and the other. But, like, it is so powerful just to, like, have a moment to think, okay, where look at where I was. Yeah. And look at where I am, especially about something you're trying to manifest or something you're wanting to create with your life. Yeah. Because you like you are so abundant and taking the time to notice that. Yeah. We talk about reticular activating system. Like mm-hmm. let your reticular reticular activating system do the work for you, but you just sort of have to point the arrow in the right direction first. Yeah. And you can do that by a little bit of a reflection. So yeah. I mean I don't even know what we're talking about in this podcast, but that's one little tidbit for you. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? On that note, really, when you think about it, funny you should say it. This conversation is probably helping us quite a lot because we've been through... Yeah. A transition. We're a, in a transition. Yeah. yeah the, the past couple of weeks and... Or past couple of months, I suppose, as well. But, like, we we literally haven't scripted any of this. We're literally, like... We just said we were going to hit record and see what happened. So, um, mm. hopefully, you're not feeling like we're rambling, but I personally... Don't know about you, Jess. Feel as though like this is helping. Yeah, this is authentically us. It's it's bringing me back to the point. It's yeah. bringing me back to the very reason why I started any sort of self development in the first place, and it is helping me to realise that you just there is just so much to be grateful for. You don't you don't really need to stress about anything, or you mm-hmm. literally don't need to stress about anything because it's going to happen. It's going to work out. Yeah. And that's a lot easier said than done in a lot of... If I'd, if I'd have said that to you yesterday, you'd have gone yeah. and blog a bottle of pop. Oh, God, yeah. You'd, yeah. you'd have spontaneously I combusted. I think I spent 11 out of 12 hours yesterday in tears. Like, no, not to be dramatic, yeah. but being serious. And even in the space of 12 hours... I mean, even, even by the last hour of that day, having the tools and the experience to be like okay so I'm going to focus on what is good in this situation and not what's not working right now and 
taking the time to look for that because whatever situation you're in there's that saying isn't there like it could always be worse or mm. someone's already got already always got it worse for you and that is true you just sometimes need to look for it and you need to point your eyes in that direction and you need to remind yourself it's like you know you can keep yourself stuck or you can sort of set yourself free that sounds really cheesy that maybe that should be a title of our book <laughs> I mean, Maybe not. <laughs> big slice of cheese, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Um, maybe that's what the title of the episode will be. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Right, go on, let's update them. What's been going on, eh? <laughs> who wants to go first? Um, Do you want to go first? I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I mean, you know, normally, by the way, these sorts of bits that we were just deciding who's going to speak, we would normally edit out, but I think yeah. this week fuck it we're, we're just, just going with it this is it you're you, having the raw unedited version to yeah. be honest if, if you're at, like this is what episode seven you know us by now yeah this is how we roll yeah. and but like i said we want to be authentic this is us we're not trying to be anything we, that we want to be and we know the universe will give this podcast whoever needs to listen to it and whoever our audience should yeah. be and i'm not worried about that so hi if you're here thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's been going on um so long and short of it is i have been having some family related issues but I say family related issues it's with a member of my family who is related to me by DNA uh, but isn't actually I don't give him this title and that is the title of my dad um if you know me personally you know that he hasn't been in my life for the best part of 15 years and when I was sort of 15 or 16, I made the decision not to speak to him anymore because he, he really hadn't been a dad of any description. He'd been in and out of my life. You know, I'm not going to say he hadn't been in my life because he had, but he wasn't a very good person, you know, and without, without going into it too much. I'm not, I, I don't want this conversation to be full of hatred and calling him out for all of his mistakes because he actually is still a human and I, I'm not going to berate him like that because I actually don't feel any hatred towards him. I don't feel... I'm very indifferent, mm. you know? Um, but anyway, cutting a long story short, my nan, so his mum, sadly passed away and it was, you know, a classic case of you've got to get everything sorted, the funeral's got to happen and I was going to have to see him at the funeral despite the fact that I haven't seen him for, for so long. Now... I have got uh, two other sisters from my dad's relationship after the one that he had with my mum. So I've got uh, my sister Hannah, who I share both parents with, and then I've got my sisters Grace and Eleanor, who we share a dad, uh, but not a mum. But their mum was also a really big part of my life, uh, you know, in a positive way, I mean, Mm. growing up. Um, So that that was a nice sort of extra dynamic to it. But anyway... So that that's my my sister uni, if you like. So I've got three sisters. And we had sort of like lost touch a little bit over the past couple of years. Life gets in the way, nobody's fault, not in the slightest, just it just was was what it was. And as a result of my nan passing away, a, a family member phoned me to say that she she had passed away and, and, and that was that. So I thought, well, you know, my sisters need to know. So I called Grace and we had a chat on the phone and it's a good job that I was at home and she was driving at the time because if we'd have been in public when we were having this conversation, we literally would have been, somebody would have called an ambulance and had us sectioned or something because we were literally like, we were talking about Nan and whatever and what we were going to do about the funeral plans and what have you. But more importantly, we had a good conversation about the fact that 
we hadn't seen each other and we drifted over the past couple of years and it was Grace who brought it up and we just literally both erupted into tears and we're like, mm. why have we done, what, what's happened here? Like, it's nobody's fault. It mm. is definitely nobody's fault, but we can change this now and we can be back in each other's lives. And I'm like beyond thrilled to say, and, and actually I do believe that this is why this situation yeah, happened because it's massively brought us all back together. And me and my sisters have been you know we've got a group chat now and we're we're talking all the time mm. and we've seen each other quite a lot and look I it's like they've never been away like it's it's just unbelievable the the relationship is lovely and I'm and there's no there's no blame there's no, no god. animosity no. it's just uh oh my god look at the time we've wasted and how like let's do something about this now yeah. we're so grateful for this opportunity to yeah. be close together and you know I met I'm sisters for the first time last week and like they are like mirror images of each yeah, other yeah, like and it's we? and it's like that they've never it's like they've never not been here you you wouldn't even know that no. like we have we have like diff- different mums like you wouldn't yeah, even know I like i mean don't get me wrong we we don't we're not identical like we don't look massively similar to one another well actually some people would disagree with me there yeah, I, do, I do disagree okay I do disagree. <laughs> um but i i can tell like like grace for example i feel like the way she speaks, the way she talks, I, I could see a lot of myself in her. And and Ellie and Hannah, they're very similar as well in like their disposition and, and whatever. But yeah, anyway, I said cut a long story short. This is going to be really long. Sorry, um, but yeah, we have been spending a lot more time together, and that's been a lovely, lovely part of it. And we we basically said that you know if we're all going to see Dad at the funeral, we're going to do it as a united front, and we're going to go together as sisters, and that's going to be that. So. Yeah, we did exactly that, and we did see my dad, and we did have a conversation with him. Um, we were very mindful of the fact that it was his mum's funeral. We didn't want to cause a scene, and we also recognised that he might not be in the right headspace to have a conversation after 15 years with his four now-grown-up daughters, you know. Mm-hmm. We we are... We've turned out very considerate people, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I would argue that's through, through our mum's... Yeah. Uh, upbringing of us you know because I don't really think he had much to do with that I'm not berating him it's it's just the truth of the matter it's just the reality of it and yeah I think we had a conversation and it it ticked a lot of boxes for me to know that I'm not sure that I do want a relationship with him I have I'm I'm pretty certain on on that decision for the time being I am an open-minded person so we will see but since yeah but since the funeral, there hasn't been any extra contact or anything like that. So I feel like life will probably just resume. But more importantly, for me, it has absolutely got rid of, I don't know a better way of saying that, but it's it's eliminated, that's a better way, isn't it? Any seeds of doubt that I had in my mind about me potentially having a relationship with my dad. And, you know... And it, and it is interesting that you had been thinking about him for the first time... Like, I have never really heard you in the last sort of, like... Obviously, at the time, it was a big thing, but then sort of, like, 12, 13 years have gone past where you haven't mentioned him, you haven't... At least to me, anyway. Yeah. And when you then was becoming a mum yourself, you did start to think about, yeah. okay, do I want something different? And it just never... It never happened, did it? It never materialised. Mm, yeah. But crazy that you even put that thing out there and then, lo and behold, what's eight, nine, ten months later? I know really weird it, to be honest it happens which is exactly what I was talking about earlier yeah at the time I didn't want to deal with it because I was in this pregnancy bubble and I was like I don't want to I don't want to burst my bubble I, I can't think 
about yeah. it right now, my gut and my intuition, anything that I have been working on over the past handful of years of my life is telling me not to deal with it right now. And I didn't know why, but, yeah. but you know, it was going to rear its head now instead. Like, it, it was what it was. And um, I now know that it, it's it's boxed a lot of things off of me in my mind. And don't get me wrong, the journey hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. I was literally crying about it two days ago because mm-hmm. I listened to the um, Grace Beverly podcast, her most recent episode with Rochelle Humes. I would really recommend it. If you've got a similar story to me, um, perhaps, because I, I do know that people do have similar stories to me, unfortunately, but I think that helped me a lot. She she had a similar relationship with her dad and she she could not have put it better. I, I just, I cried when I listened to it because I, I had this relief almost of like knowing that that is how I've been feeling. Mm. I just didn't know how to articulate it. And she was very much like, when I became a parent, I knew I couldn't resonate with my dad because he wasn't the parent that I am. Mm. And that's totally okay. I'm not judging him, but... I am not accepting it. Yeah. I would equally also argue that it may be because of this situation with your dad that you are the parent that you are. Because yeah. sometimes you need to know what you don't want and you don't accept yeah, to put well, in place what you do want. Absolutely, and that I, that is truer. And it's not it's not because of him, it's in spite of him, yeah, but yeah. it's still because of yeah. the situation. Yeah. And this and you know, this is a prime example and everything that we're speaking about today whether it be the studio this situation my situation like obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing but yeah. it, it, all, it all happens how it is supposed to yeah. happen yeah it's true and I think I you know your DNA is your DNA mm. and I think I had the the thought nine ten months ago how long it was to maybe reach out to my dad or you know just just even contemplate just just a slither of mm-hmm. contemplation you know yeah how much that really would have taken for me to yeah. even think about that yeah um I have been closed off to that for as I say more than half of my life mm-hmm. like I I have been my dad has been out of my life for longer than he was he has been in my life because I'm 30 it's literally mm-hmm. half and half you know like I'm closer to 31 now <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Uh, than I am to 30. So yeah, it's literally past the halfway point. But anyway, I, I, I do, I do sort of feel like it's a lesson that I put a pin in. Mm. And now it's not like a box tick thing. I don't think, you know, that's that. And, you know, I'm just going to live, go off into the sunset and live happily ever after. I think it's a bit, I don't know if it's the right word, but a bit of closure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because you were there was a there was an element of unsure. There was an element of yeah. Could this be better? Should it be different? Yeah. And you put yourself or the universe put you in a position to see if it could be, and you realised it wasn't, or yeah. if it was, it's not what you want. And yeah. you you sometimes have to go like you know. I'll say it again. You have to know what you don't want to know what you do want. Yeah, and sometimes true. you yeah you've got to put yourself in a situation yeah. that's uncomfortable to see if you can deal with it or yeah. not. And I. You're right. It's not. It's not right for your life right now. And I think you had a bit of guilt about that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. And you know, I'm not a horrible person. And and to see my dad at his mum's funeral, obviously really upset. Obviously, mm-hmm. his mum had just died. You know, mm-hmm. of course. And to see him anyway, and like 
he looked different, but he still looked the same, and he sounded different, but he still sounded the same in, in some respects. Don't get me wrong, he's got a different accent now because mm-hmm. he doesn't live in Birmingham anymore and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, the inner child in me, the little girl that's still there, was very much like, I'm curious to look into this, but then I think I've done enough work on myself after a bit of time, after a few weeks of sitting with it to know that actually what I'm trying to get out of this man, I can't guarantee or even want to know if I can mm. get it out of him. And what, what I mean about, by that is the fatherly role, you know, mm. the advice, the support, the guidance, that kind of thing. I have other male figures in my life, mm. you know, two or three, who I get that from. Mm. And they have been more of a dad to me, really, than my own dad has been, as I say, for more than half of my life. And so I've really come to that realisation that instead of tracing the DNA, I would so much rather go with what the universe has gifted to me, really, yeah. when you think about it like that. Trace the feeling, yeah. the DNA. Yeah. Mm. So that's me. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. In the past couple of weeks. So. You can see, well, you, as well as your son's first birthday, I'm yeah, of course, first birthday, of course. working course. three jobs. How and... am I literally just glazing over that right. topic? Do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, my son's first birthday. Oh my God, what a time to be alive. Yeah. I, I just, I literally am living the best days of my life. He's at the most favourite age. And I feel quite emotional. Oh. <laughs> um, he's just so beautiful and he's so happy and like, being at his first birthday party and seeing the people that he brings together yeah. by just being alive. He's like, mm-hmm. it's so lovely. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, did, I wasn't planning on crying on this podcast episode, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just think... You know, your joy. Yeah, you talk about manifesting things, and I just I just knew, like, when I found out I was pregnant, I was, I was so... I didn't know him, but I knew him, you know, and I knew I was going to have a baby like this and a child like this. And I just, he's just perfect. And I, I am, I know every parent probably feels like this about their, thank you, babe. Jess just got me a tissue. Because um, <laughs> obviously my hippie studio has bright coloured tissues. Yeah. <laughs> next to the crystal um, <laughs> But yeah, I feel, I just feel so lucky and so blessed. And I, I absolutely do not take for granted in any way, shape or form the ability to grow a baby and give birth and have these feelings like, oh my God. And to also have a, have Finny's dad be so amazing oh, and God. so present. And this is what, this is what this I think is that you you have chose a partner and a, a father to your child who will, your child will never experience what you've yeah what you've yeah. experienced and but yeah. this might not have been the case if it wasn't for yeah. this situation and exactly it's all linked it all works it all yeah. fits. even if you can't feel it at the time there will yeah. be a reason there will be something that then happens there will be this cloud and then there will be this beautiful rainbow that comes out yeah. of it and that rainbow for you out of all of this is Vinny yeah it's so true and and my relationship with Ali it's just like just the best it has ever been not that it's ever been bad not at all but like just it is the best it's ever been like raising a child with him is honestly it's been my most favorite part of our relationship so far i am grateful every day to to be doing this with him Mm -hmm. like it 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 just brings it that extra dynamic that extra level of Mm -hmm. um what's the what's the word 
validation mm. completeness is not yeah, a word connected. but you yeah you know what I mean like that kind of thing and um uh, yeah I uh, I suppose really it's all it's all come at once as it always does but mm. it, it's it, because I'm dealing with a parent issue and I'm a parent myself it it's only exacerbated those feelings for me, those feelings of joy and gratitude. And, yeah. you know, I do have questions of, I don't know why my dad didn't want this. I don't know why my dad didn't want this feeling that I am feeling with only one child and he had four. Mm. I don't know why, but, you know, again, I'm not berating him. He's not Stephen here to tell his... Yeah, and I, I'm very, I'm very sort of mindful of the fact that he was young too. It's a different generation. I'm not for a second making excuses because my mum was the same age and the same generation, and she superwoman. Yeah, uh, you know, every every part of my upbringing I owe to that woman. You know, mm. but like, it, it's just a it's just a a very sobering and humbling thought to think that he didn't want what I'm experiencing right now for one reason or another. And I suppose really that's why I've ended up dealing with it. But you know what? I, I do feel quite proud to say that I've come out of the other side now. And I do, at least for now anyway, um, and I do feel like it's boxed off and that is... Closure. Yeah, the, the closure I need right now. And if, if anything... 15 years, that's well, uh, crazy. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah wild. wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wild. <laughs> I want it on a t-shirt. I know. Anyway... Well, we say that me and I go through the same things at the same time, and it's because we do. Now, my life is sort of twofold right now because I'm planning a wedding, plus also dealing with very similar issues. And I'm not going to go into as deep right now because it's very fresh and I don't have the correct language to, mm-hmm. to say this right now. And language is important because, you yeah. know we know we we yep. manifest and yep. words are so important so you're not at the point of closure yet like yes. i am maybe so maybe yeah. we revisit it if yes. you want to yes in the future. absolutely but very similar issues read between <laughs> the lines we know what we're talking about but i had i made a decision in terms of a parent for me that since making that decision has catapulted quite a lot of things into change and you know we only spoke about this yesterday really like it's been a bit of a week and a half of chaos for me um and I circle it back to this decision because me making a decision to no longer no longer have contact with that person um has for me what that the main thing that did for me was me showing up and saying to the universe that I will not accept half-assed negative energy I am only here in this life for joy and for positive experience and for what is meant for me and for creation and for all of these things and by being in a situation with whoever that is whoever it is it doesn't have to be a parent it doesn't have to be um, it could be a friend it could be whoever if somebody is draining your energy if somebody is not making you feel good mm-hmm. if somebody's doing anything other than bringing you anything good then it's it's just it's just not okay and it's not worth it and that's a very hard decision to make um and you know hindsight is twenty twenty. we'll see you know maybe when I'm I'm more out of the other side I can let you know how that how that works and yeah. all of that sort of stuff but since making that decision and putting that in action my whole wedding has changed so my plan mine and Tim's plan was that me and him were 
running away to Thailand, just the two of us. And I say running away because I, I feel like now I've got a bit more clarity. I, I feel like it was running away and I was running away from the issue of this person being at my wedding and I didn't want them to be there and I didn't know how else to deal with it other than just going away and getting married. And don't get me wrong, that came with some pretty amazing benefits as in I am not the most social of people and neither is my husband-to-be. So we are the happiest when we're on our own together. So that was a check for us. We don't like yeah. being the centre of attention. Funnily yeah. enough, even though I'm on a podcast, I don't like being the centre of attention. That's quite <laughs> funny, isn't it? But yeah, but it, it just feels like me and you. Yeah, it's it? true. It's I mean, true, yeah. it doesn't. It also feels like you're with us, every <laughs> yeah. single one of you. But, but, you know, we just physically can't see you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, you know, our plan was that we were going to go away. We're spending, you know, four weeks in Thailand. I was taking a month break from work and we're going on and, you know, it's just going to be the two of us and all of this sort of stuff. And it was this bit of a fantasy in my mind that I sort of let myself get away with without maybe thinking too rationally about things. Anyway, that's by the by. As of Sunday, we found out that it will not be physically possible for us to get married. Now, we are leaving on the 26th of July, which is, I think, about 34 days, in 34 Mm -hmm. days' time. So I realised 35 days out from my wedding that my wedding wasn't going to be possible. In (laughs) in Thailand. In Thailand, yeah. So um, a lot of shock, a lot of fear. And, you know, some other things that that came with, as in... I am really excited to be a mum and we were going to be trying for a baby straight away until somebody told me what Zika virus was and that put a bit of a spanner in things and meant that maybe things weren't going to go to plan and it just felt like what was supposed to be the most special day, special time in my life, these two massive things of getting married and having a baby, the universe was telling me that this wasn't happening as I was intending for it to be, how I was dreaming for it to be and the first initial reaction to that was, this is not fair. And I'm not going to lie and say that my initial reaction wasn't, oh my God, I trust the universe because it wasn't. I needed to fill it out. I needed to sulk. I needed to stamp my feet and I needed to have a paddy and I needed to be in my feelings about it because that was that was it. That was, you know, these were like my two worst things coming true. It, you know, in hindsight now and in time looking back, I will think, oh my God, get a grip. But obviously for me, 35 days away from getting married, that's how it felt. Yeah. So I did all of the ringing around and was told by several different boroughs on several different occasions that it will not be possible to get married before we go away because um, there is a waiting list of, you know, eight, nine weeks, some places were fully booked till September, some places were fully booked till January 2024, um, and there was also the time frame of legally having to give notice for 28 days before getting married in this country, which meant it gave me three days from finding out on Monday to get a licence, otherwise this wasn't physically happening, so mm-hmm. it just it just felt like in that moment that everything was against us, mm-hmm. and that it wasn't going to work, and... Me and Aim went to Ikea on Tuesday because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I'm, you know, I had this conversation with my family member and I'm still sort of going through the grieving process of this. And now I'm not having, a, I might not have a baby when I want to have a baby and I might not be getting married how I want to get married. And yeah. I, so I thought, what do I do? Okay, I'm going to go and buy loads of Ziploc bags and vases from Ikea because <laughs> that's what makes me happy. Yeah. And you know, had some amazing conversations with Aim, like we looked in that toolbox of all the things that I can do. And I went home on the night and I 
did a letting go meditation and I meditated and, and let go and sort of said to myself a few things. The first thing I said to myself was, there is abundance all around me and I choose to look at that rather than focus on the lack. And it was, I was going to say bizarre, but I'm going to say wild. It was wild <laughs> that um, I found like there was queens littered outside my front door after I said that and I went outside and there was about 7p all in like pennies and 2p's just outside of my door and then I found £7 in pound coins on my kitchen windowsill that you don't know how it got there do you I didn't leave there Tim didn't leave there and it was all in coins so it was like a a, like a a big pile of money I mean not obviously in wealth but in quantity so it was bizarre how I had chose I physically chose to look for the good and I I then found it and the other thing I said was, I trust the universe and whatever is meant for me is going to happen, whatever that is, even if it's not what I think. And I think I shot myself in the foot a little bit because the next day from start to finish, which was in yesterday, by the way, this is fresh. So the first thing that happened was I woke up on Tuesday morning to magpies, like crawling, crawling outside, crawling. Crowing? Crowing. Crowing? Uh, Crowing? Whatever Making a noise. Does. Yes. <laughs> outside of my bedroom window. Now, magpies are very significant for me, but I am going to save that story until we talk about gratitude because mm-hmm. that is very important and something I'm really excited. I know we're both excited to talk about, but magpies are very symbolic for me. So I woke up to these magpies, put my head sort of above the bed to look at the alarm clock, and it was 5.55am. Now, I know, I know, whoever is into angel numbers know five's symbolise change and transition and newness and all of this sort of stuff so looked at that and sort of sort of in my head thought okay well let's see what happens today then not realizing the day I was going to have I was feeling really anxious the energy was all in my body and I was like right I am going to make a choice to move this energy from my body I'm going to go for a run not something I would normally do I would probably normally sit in bed but clearly my intuition was up and going I needed to move this energy so I went for a run as I went for a run, my first client of the day moved, which was great. So I could go for a run for a bit longer. It doesn't matter, I was sweaty, so the universe was working out for me. <laughs> I then got home, checked my emails and had a uh, an email from a registrar in Dudley basically saying, give me, give me your number, I need to call you urgently. So I was like, uh, okay, gave him my number, had a phone call with her to which she said, there has been a cancellation of a wedding the Saturday before you go to Thailand but if you don't come and give your notice in by 4pm tomorrow, you will legally not be able to get married in this country. Now, my other half is a teacher. The only appointments I had was in work times. Thankfully, I have the best clients in the world who can move. Everything Everything that needed to happen, happened. Every, every problem I thought of, as in, I can't, I've got a client that day, it was able, it was easily able to change. I was, Tim couldn't be able to get it off work, but he so happened to have a free period first thing on the next day, so he could happen, so happened to work. Everything was falling in place, but at that time, I couldn't see it. At that time, I was just thinking, oh my God, I've got to get this done by tomorrow or I'm not going to get married. And it happened. There was a venue that is actually a really beautiful venue, five minutes from my house that I didn't even know existed, that just so happens to be free three days before our flight to Thailand. And you know the the we have the funds available to be able to pay for it um because it was a very unexpected cost as you can imagine and you know every everything that day was making way so that this could happen for me it was just one 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 as i saw that you mm-hmm. see um 
And now I've woke up and lowered down in a dark room for about 12 hours and had my cry because this wasn't how it was, how it wasn't going to plan. And me and my other half did the only thing we know how to do when one of us is feeling sad or both of us are feeling stressed, which was have chippy and go for a walk and sit <laughs> on a bench somewhere and eat chips and pretend yeah. like nothing's happening. And actually... This situation has worked out so perfectly for us. Yeah, like, yeah. the stress of the legalities of things abroad, that's no longer an issue. The timings of where we need to be when we're over there is no longer an issue. We can now literally just go and have a tra- travel and have a good time. People who I didn't want there and they're removed from the equation. So I can actually have people there who all want there, not mm-hmm. who I feel like I needed there. Yeah. And this is what I mean by saying... If I hadn't had that conversation and I hadn't cut that contact, I feel like that has propelled all of these things now yeah. to happen in, in this order. And yeah. it was scary. It was out of my control and it wasn't what I wanted to happen. But now it has happened and I can see this is how it was meant to be. And it is there is a lot of more ease that comes with it. There is a lot more fun that comes with it. There is a lot more... Like, how do I describe it? Like, yeah. I feel like I can breathe. Relief. Relief. Catharsis. Yes. That comes with it. And it's just that, like, knowing there was a plan and trusting there was a, a plan. And, oh, you know, I do feel like I shot myself in the football basically saying to the universe the day before, I trust you, do what you want. I mean, haha, that didn't quite mean it like that. <laughs> but, you know, it always but, knows best. <laughs> but you did. Yeah, I did. I did trust you. You did mean it like that. Yeah, and, yeah and I did. I did actually. It's yeah. saying, haha, right back at you because yeah. it was like, look, you thought you needed this, but you didn't. Yeah. You needed plan B. Yeah. And it, and it is that, isn't it? It's that sometimes we have to get out of our own way and understand what we think we want or we think we need isn't always the right thing. No. And what you think you need also comes from sometimes lack and comes from sometimes fear and it mm. comes from all other things whereas what the universe is going to deliver to you doesn't come from that it comes from it comes from wanting to to create joy and wanting you to live your life and wanting you to have growth and go to the next level and maybe this episode is about trust maybe maybe this episode is trust i mean we how many titles have we just worked through like who knows what the fucking title of this podcast episode is gonna be cheese yeah who knows yeah Maybe we'll call it that and the people will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but then you'll have to listen to it to understand. <laughs> Maybe we should write for you to name it. Let us know what you think we yeah. should call it. But I I think the theme is trust. Yeah. It's trust in the process. It's having that faith. And like when times are tough and it's not it's not going how you want, like you can step back and first of all figure out what is going right in your life mm. because there will be something, even if that is just a I got up and it was a really hard day and I got through the day and, and I did it. Or it might be, okay, my dad's not present, but look at my son and his dad. Yeah. Or it might be, okay, this is environment isn't what I want, but I trust the universe and it's going to deliver to me what I do want. Yeah. And that is so... I'm not rewarding, that's not the right word. So... Powerful? Yeah. Yeah. Validating? Yeah. It's... It's a it's a faith, isn't it? It's a faith, and you know, we're not religious as such, mm. but, but other people are, and that's where they get their faith from. And you know, it can look very different to, to everyone, and there is no right or wrong answer. But really, this is our faith and our religion, isn't it? Yeah. And that's yeah. it's how we get through these problems that come up for us. And you know what? 
five years ago, we would have handled this situation, any of these situations, very differently, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. So Absolutely, we would have, 100%. But yeah, that's been us. Yeah. That's why we've been off for two weeks, so sorry, but hopefully you get why. Yeah. <laughs> now you've listened to that. And you will be going through something because, you know, nothing's perfect all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I hope our stories have given you that little bit of faith just to just to stick with it and maybe it is you need to let go right now maybe Mm. it is you need to make a list of the things that you want yeah maybe it is just need to that you need to put a pin in it and look at the joy like whatever the whatever the theme that stood out for you and i will trust that will be one theme of something Mm. we said that resonates with you like it's okay it's going to be okay it's 555 as i've just said that (laughs) um it's going to be okay and the universe nothing will pass you by Mm-hmm. And it is giving to you what you need, not what you want, mm. what you need. Yep. And you can lean into that at any time. It's true. Say it as a screensaver. Yep. Or Jesse's cheese quote yeah. from earlier. Which I can't even remember now, no. can you? We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like that's a good natural yeah, end. Close. It's been a long one, on. but I think it was needed after yeah. a couple of weeks off. And it's been, it's feel, it feels good. It feels good. It's like the cheapest therapy we have, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, feel, it's, it's really selfish, to... actually. I do feel oh, this is a bit selfish because yeah, I feel yeah. like we get so much from it. <laughs> Hopefully nobody else views it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely to chat to you all and to catch up. And we are just, as always, I'm not going to go through the spiel too much because we say it every week and yeah. you're probably sick of hearing it, frankly. But we are just, we're grateful. We're grateful mm-hmm. you're here. Thank yeah. you. And the continual feedback that we receive about the podcast is just unbelievable and yeah. if we're being cheeky please keep it coming yeah. it's just really good to know and if you do feel like leaving us a review it would really really help the podcast out and mm. we would be forever grateful so um, the, the reviews also bump it to to people who to other people so if you yeah. get the more reviews you get the more it sort of gets spreads and that's our view is to spread to sort of like the word like yeah, what, yeah. you know we yeah. we believe the universe speaks through us yeah. and you know, we, we want it to go to the right people. And, you know, again, there's an element of trust there that, oh, no, we don't have to force that because whoever yeah. is meant to hear it will hear yeah. it. And we, we we know that, but we also recognise, you know, the word action is in the law of yes. attraction, isn't it? And we always remind each other of this because we could quite easily just go through life living airy-fairy like, yeah. oh, yeah, it'd be all right. The universe will sort it out for us. Because don't get me wrong, that is what we're like 90% yeah. of the time. But at the same time... We do as... We need to do. Yeah. yeah we need to do something. So, um yeah that's been us yeah it's been really good to catch up with you all and we'll see you next week see you next week bye